Welcome, everyone, to another episode of NFL East Podcast. Make sure to follow the podcast on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Music, or wherever you get your podcast. If you're on Facebook, make sure you follow our NFL East Facebook group. You can get every episode of the podcast on YouTube. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. I'm Mr. McDolphin. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Mr. McDolphin73. And make sure to follow the show on Twitter at East NFL. What's up, Rich? How you doing? Good, good. It's gonna be a gonna be another good week of football. It's the uh the comeback. Got a got Dak Prescott coming back. It's the, cu- the comeback week. Tua's right. back, Prescott's back. Sounds like Mac might be back. Right. The McRib is back. <laughs> I'm giving one of those. Don't think right, I exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, yeah man. Um, I think we got a good uh a good episode here planned out. It's pretty cool. Week six is in the books. We're gonna um, be welcoming week seven starts tonight. Um, not for us though, NFL. East teams are not playing tonight, so we're going to dive in a little bit of news from the East. Um, got a little fun, couple fun segments and news from the East, and then some injury updates, all those kind of things. And then, of course, we're going to switch to games of the week and take a look at every single game that every single team from the NFL East will be playing over week seven. Um, and we have some primetime games to review, man. I mean, it's it's cool. Sunday night, Dolphins are in primetime. Monday night, New England's in primetime. So, right. you know, we, we got a couple of primetime games, but we'll, ca- we'll cover every game and just kind of give a preview, our picks, and go from there. How does that sound? I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, showcasing the NFC East on primetime. It's good to see. Yeah. yeah no <laughs> the Dolphins no playing, playing on Sunday night, too. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's real cool. Um, it, it's going to be some good stuff. They're going to be in their throwbacks, which is awesome. My favorite uniforms. So from the Dolphins, the the throwbacks. So it's cool. And they're going to be honoring the 50-year anniversary of the perfect season. So yep. So that's pretty cool. Pretty yeah, cool. there should be a bunch of players there at the game. Hopefully we'll check them out. Right, exactly. Yeah. So – That'll be cool. All right, man. Well, I say we go ahead and get started with news from the East. How, what do you think? Yeah, let's do it. All right. News from the East. Let's see. All right. We'll kick it off with the uh, same way we kick off every Thursday with news from the East and take a look at CBS week seven power rankings. Let's, um, there we go. Um, they've changed up a little bit. What is this? The G men, the G men. Could it be? How about them? G men going (laughs) into the top five. What's up with that? Uh, they are balling. I mean, they're barely winning their games, but they are, they're, they're doing it and uh five and one is pretty impressive for a team that uh had low expectations this season. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Anything else stick out to you? Um, the only other thing that sticks out to me is I just have to say, wow, on that seven slot 
um, jump that the Jets took last week. They were 14th all the way up to 7th to bust through the top 10, which is pretty cool. Right. They're putting the NFL on notice. That is a good, high-quality defense uh, that I don't think anybody really wants to play. So, right. uh, yeah, good for the Jets. And, you know, uh, they're going to struggle offensively, I think, for a little while. But uh, defense defense can go a long way, and that's what they've got. So, Yeah. And uh, what about New York football? All three New York football teams are in the top ten, two of them in the top five. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, I know a lot of Buffalo people are complaining because uh, the Jets and the Giants play in New Jersey. Right, exactly. <laughs> but uh, they can they can deal. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, they, they just have to kind of get over that. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, we got Philly here at number one, too, over the Buffalo Bills. I mean, just, do people think that Philly's not as good as Buffalo or that Philly's better than Buffalo? I'm not sure if that's, that's how people yeah, feel. Yeah, I, I, I I don't believe that anybody believes that. <laughs> yeah. and, and I got, you got to respect that they're the last undefeated team, but um, uh, if we're going to just base on records, then maybe move the giants up uh, a little bit over, at least over minutes, at least over Kansas city, maybe, but I don't believe that really either, but I guess they take all that into consideration and that's what they get. So, right. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. So and if I mean, are you representing, so. Are you comfortable? Um, you comfortable with your Cowboys being at six? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I think we, it's a good spot for them. The, yeah. um, the only thing I would do is maybe switch them in New York. But I mean, with a five and one, you might as well go ahead and give it to the Giants. You know, um, well, the Cowboys did the Cowboys the Giants. The Giants. Right. The Cowboys and that's the Giants. A, I, I would have those swapped. I would have those swapped. But yeah. um, other than that, I'm I'm totally comfortable with it. Yeah, I'm not complaining. Uh, we've still got a lot to. To, uh, a lot of questions to answer with Dak coming back. So, right. Yep. That is very yeah. true. I'm comfortable right. with my Dolphins staying in the top 20. That's totally fine. Dropping all the way to three and three. Two is back. And, um, and we'll see. We'll see. Yep. So, yeah. Baltimore of- Ravens, man. The Baltimore Ravens slid. So, I know they're not one of our teams, but um, a whole lot of NFL East teams have played the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> That's for sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, cause we're matched up with them this, this year. So yep. it's pretty cool. Washington's climbing up a little bit uh, from 32 all the way up to 29. That's, that's good to see, I guess. So. Right. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, we'll talk about it later, but without their quarterback, uh, can they find success? Cause they right. might be able to. So, yeah. Yeah. They might actually play better because, um, their their new quarterback might not uh throw the ball away so right it, and you know i was reading a stat that the scoring in the nfl is down this year um at this point so far the overall uh points scored so um playing conservative you know kind of like philadelphia's model that might be the answer you don't need to right. to blow teams out but uh a, a consistent scoring is gonna gonna do you well right yeah i i totally agree um outside of the nfl east about the only thing i would not agree with this is indy being in the top 15 i think that's a little bit of a joke but it's a little high <laughs> uh, they've, they've won two in a row but it's been it's been it's been rough although they do have that kansas city win on them on their on their record which is crazy but right. that just that's the nfl it's gonna you're gonna have flicky flicky yeah uh, is but they and we're, I'm not gonna talk about Indiana too much, but uh, they've got a lot of injuries, so I would not put them that high, 
Right. Exactly. Like I wouldn't either. They get wouldn't either. Anyway. It's not like they're up and coming. So yeah. It's, yeah. But anyway, uh, that's all I got with that. What about you? Uh, yeah, overall, I mean, I'm, uh, you know, gotta be proud of the NFL East because, uh, uh, exactly. Both teams are I'm, proud of, I'm proud of the power records because NFL East are, are all, uh, are yeah, all they're, they're flying, dominating it. Flying high right yep. there. Eagles leading the way. So it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. We got some comments coming in. Um, as you guys know, it's Thursday night and NFL boy Brandon is not here. He had um, some work duties. And, you know, people are commenting here. One guy says that, uh, we kicked Brandon out of the <laughs> off the podcast. <laughs> so no, that's 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 not true. Even though no. uh, he's supposed to be working, but what he's in the comments, NFL boy Brandon, get your butt back to work. Man, he works like like my job. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm on the phone half the day. Not really, but right, exactly. And the way they're doing this, you guys, is um. Is we're live. We're live right now. On we're live on Twitter, live on our Facebook account. We're live on YouTube. So all, all you got to do is just um, catch us seven o'clock every Thursday, every Tuesday. Come live with us. Get in the comments. Get involved, and um, and that's what you can do. We could throw you up here and, and and talk about you. So that's cool. All right, back to news from the east. There's a couple of pretty pretty big pieces of news. This one that I have to talk to talk about next. Um, this team is not in the NFL East, but the topic could be. And what I mean by that is the Christian McCaffrey sweepstakes. Should any team in the NFL East think about trading for him or signing him? And, um, just to kind of throw some stuff out there in 2019, Christian McCaffrey had a thousand yard season in both rushing and receiving. Totally amazing. Since then, he's had a lot of injury problems, but this year so far, he has been able to stay healthy. So I don't know. Um, my initial thought is no, it not. I'm going to answer my own question without answering the question. The core, the real question is why is the Carolina Panthers even thinking about getting rid of him? He is, he's, he's the kind of player that you build a team around. He allows you to not need a superstar at quarterback. You know what I'm saying? He's a, he's a Saquon Barkley type. He's a, you know what I mean? He's, you could take an average quarterback with Christian McCaffrey and go to the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so it, it, there's no way in hell they should be thinking about getting rid of him. But I mean, news after news, and and you know, comes out, it comes out they're shopping him, comes out they're taking offers, comes out they're doing this, comes out they're doing that. And it's you know, it's just to me, it's ridiculous because it's not the kind of player those those players come around so so just barely ever you know what i'm saying right. and 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 there's no way that he should be on the trading block but supposedly he is so what do you think do you think any nfl east team should um should think about taking him um i would like to be a fly on the wall and i want to know what his trade value would be we'll never really know until the trade actually goes down but um 
you know, he is when he's healthy, he's one of the biggest offensive weapons in the NFL. Like, as you yeah. were saying, he can throw, he can catch, he can run. Uh, they, and that's how Carolina or Carolina would use him. That's why he was such a great fantasy player because he he was their offense. Um, but you know, he's also got a big contract, I think, uh, running backs, you know, in the NFL, they have a short shelf life generally. Um, however, if you're like the bills and you just want to throw away, throw away your draft picks, um, that could take your team even to just an unbelievably high offense team. If you added McCaffrey to, uh, Buffalo Bills, that would be scary. Yeah, that would almost guarantee you a Super Bowl. This would be a little bit like what the Rams did last year by bringing in Von Miller during the middle of the season, about this time of the season almost, um, through a trade and then bringing in OBJ, which we got news on him, by the way. Um, so, however, I think Carolina, well, they'll let him go, obviously, because they're going they're in re- rebuild mode, right? They're going to get a new coach in next year, maybe a new general manager accumulating draft. But, but don't you need someone to build your team around? You don't have, it's not like you have a superstar quarterback and you're just going on rebuild. You got this hope for the future and you're, you're going to, no, he's, yeah, they he's will what have you nothing. would build around. He, right. They could keep him, take their chances in the draft. And if they hit on a mediocre or better quarterback, it'd be right in playoff contention. Uh, so, I think, I think that's true. I think their turnaround would be I, way yeah. quicker. Uh, exactly. you know, keep, keep McCaffrey, but, uh, you know, invest in a, a new quarterback, which they're probably going to do. They're probably going to try to accumulate the highest pick they can to get the best quarterback they can. Um, that's why I want to know what the draft picks, what 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 draft picks are going to be traded. Uh, Buffalo can just say, we're not building for the future. We are, we're, the future is right now. So they right. might not value those, dra- those future draft picks. Right. Uh, but somebody else might. Um, I don't know. I think that's where we're at. I think uh, I'm a little bit worried about the Bills snatching them up just to add to their uh, arsenal. Even though NFL boy Brandon is not with us tonight, he has um, made sure that I had comments on on a few of our topics we're going to talk about tonight and a couple different games. Um, He did have a comment on this one. So when asked, should any NFL East team think about trading for or signing Christian McCaffrey NFL boy Brandon said yes I hate to say it but I think the Bills should trade for him they are good now but the one thing they are missing is is a good running back Christian McCaffrey when healthy is one of the best running backs in the NFL and I think if the Bills get him this would push them over the hump and they're almost guaranteed a Super Bowl so he, he agrees with you. <laughs> he agrees well, with you. So, right. So the, yeah. the, the question is, uh, can he stay healthy? You know, if, right, if, exactly. If, exactly. If the Bills end up, uh, you know, giving up two first round draft picks, which is almost unheard of for a running back in today's NFL, you know, I think Ricky Williams got traded for like three number one draft picks at the time back in, back in the day. Uh, maybe not, maybe two or something, but if, uh, a high draft, uh, cost right uh, to obtain him but nfl running backs or in today's nfl running backs just don't they don't uh but is he a running back he's a slot receiver he's a thousand yard a year slot receiver yeah josh allen josh allen throwing to uh 
McCaffrey. No way. That's just that's gonna be <laughs> it's not gonna it's gonna be one sided. It's uh, not fair. It's but if they trade a couple of draft picks for him and then he gets hurt right at the end of the season, <laughs> right? You know, not that I wish him to get hurt, but just from uh, his history, rec- his recent history, uh, right? Exactly. But I mean, we we've seen the bounce back from Saquon Barkley. He's had the mm-hmm. same. He's had the really big year, the same um, injury after injury. Um, and, but we've seen him turn around and be able to stay healthy so far. So what if Christian McCaffrey does that? What if he, you know, and he's been able to stay healthy. Christian McCaffrey has been healthy all this season. So yeah. he has not, he has not gotten hurt. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I think you're making a good like argument that. for Carolina just to hold on to him unless somebody wants to buy the house. That that's yeah. yeah. And unless you're wanting to give me your mediocre or better quarterback, I'm not trading them because I need somebody to build a team around. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, I mean, like realistically right now, the 49ers are the only team I would talk to and I'd be wanting Jimmy G. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy G for Christian McCaffrey and you give me a draft pick. And there we go. You know, I mean, then I would think about it because Jimmy G gives me somebody to build my team around. Jimmy right. G is mediocre or better. You know what I'm saying? And right. I'm not at a at an even more important position. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not doing it unless I walk away from it not with multiple draft picks and hoping that I get somebody as good as no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it because I already have somebody I can build my team around. So I, the only way I'm trading him is if I walk away from it with somebody that I can build my team around. So. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we'll never know, but I would like to see what kind of offers are being handed out to the Carolina for them right, to, exactly. to even consider that. And, but they're going to have to do something soon to trade deadlines early November, November 1st. Right? November 1st. November 1st. Yeah. So uh, it's coming up really fast. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I do feel like Buffalo at this point, they're going to try to make their team as, po- as good as possible. I'm really surprised they didn't sign OBJ because they could they right. could use a third receiver like uh, like that. But um, yep. yep, there might so be something be. else in mind. So. Right, exactly. All right, well, let's keep moving. That is some pretty fun stuff. The next one's pretty fun, too. Um, it, it, we're going to go to the Pats camp and it, it came out today that, you know, well, somebody's saying that um, per my sources, you know, when Mac, when Mac Jones is healthy, he will start. Well, I nah, let's do a Mac versus Zach. You know what I'm saying? Let's kind of take a look at both of them. They both played this season. They both played equal amount of time this season. Let's take a look at both of them and, and kind of go from there. Mac Jones, this season so far has 786 yards, two touchdowns, five interceptions with a passer rating of 76. Zappi has 596 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. That's the big number for me. And 111 passer rating. Here's the note that needs to be known. In the game against the Browns, Zappi matched Mac, uh, Mac Jones's best game from last year. So the best performance of last year that Mac Jones put up, Zappy has already matched that in his first three games. So that makes you think, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that makes you think I, you know, since it all came out and then with quarterback controversy and this and that, I've always been, no, you got to go with Mac Jones. You know what I'm saying? You got to go with Mac Jones. He was your, he was your uh, first round draft pick and um, he has a year of experience. His first year, he got you to the play. Well, your defense and good play from your quarterback got you to the playoffs. 
And um, you already know he could get you there. So you got to see how far. But I wouldn't blame them. My personal opinion is I wouldn't blame them for sticking with Mac Jones. But doesn't this create a very short leash that he's on? Especially, I mean, he has struggled with five interceptions already this year. <laughs> five. Right. <laughs> and so if he if he starts turning the ball over or continues to turn the ball over left and right, it doesn't this put him on like a really short leash? What do you think? Uh I kind of think it does. It does have to put him on a short leash. Um now Zappy had the benefit of playing the Detroit Lions, and they <laughs> apparently they're the worst defense in the NFL right now. I think they're right literally number 32. Um right, exactly. Yeah, so I he, mean that and that's very true. Yeah, that's that, not the same as playing against true. Baltimore, but um but at the same time, I, I mean, I'm not. I would almost let let um let Zappy go ahead and play one more game at least, get some more tape on him, and uh, see see how he responds to you know different teams and stuff. But yeah, Mac Jones is your quarterback. You gotta you're still developing him. He's still getting better. So, right. but uh, it's a good it's a good problem to have. It's a first world right. problem, I think. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's pretty good. Well. We asked NFL boy Brandon about this, and of course, you know, these are his Patriots. So, of course, he said his first statement was, are we really having this conversation? <laughs> so It was like, yeah, okay, I know where this is going. Zappy is good, but he hasn't played any good teams. The best team that he has played against is the Packers, and they lost. The only reason this is even being brought up is because of Mac Jones' struggles with uh, learning the new offense so far this season, which I totally agree with that. It says, give him a chance. I say when Mac is healthy, Mac is the quarterback for us, period. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, I agree with that. I, I agree that you you got you have to stick with Mac Jones right now. All I think that the very good play by the Western Kentucky rookie is – um it just creates a, a, a very short leash because the thing is, is they've played the same amount of time in um, this season so far. And the fact is Zappy has thrown less interceptions. <laughs> so if Mac Jones keeps continues to, to struggle turning the ball over, that's not going to be good for New England, and right. they will end up losing games because their defense is good, but their defense isn't as good to carry everything. You know what I'm saying? To ca can, they can't carry um, terrible quarterback play. So, yeah. well, I definitely give uh, Mac Jones, uh, you know, a chance to come back from his injury. He doesn't have to play perfect. If, uh, I'd give him a couple weeks and see, uh, you know, kind of let him let him get it, find his groove because maybe the, the overall team is playing better and that's going to reflect on Mac Jones as well. But right. uh, yeah, I would keep my eye on, on, on your backup quarterback though, <laughs> you know, so, right. but, right, exactly. it, but it's not, it's not good to switch quarterbacks every, every other week, you know, that kind of stuff, right. you, especially young quarterbacks because both of them have to develop. So right, exactly. So Mac Jones is going to get better. He's going to get better wide receivers, hopefully at some point, not, not this year, but you know, yeah, they have to build Hopefully. it. And, you know, and, and it's still, I mean, the, the, it's still, they, they could still trade for somebody. Um, there mm -hmm. is some wide receivers coming out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that want to be traded. So New England, New England has to know they need better wide receivers. Right. I would think. So, yeah, but I think that's probably something they're going to do through the course of the draft and free agency right. more so, although they might 
They should swap. Yeah, they, you know? they might need some help with that because they're not very good at drafting uh, drafting wide receivers. So <laughs> Bill right. Belichick is a known known bust on uh, drafting wide receivers. Now he can draft some backup quarterbacks and some defensive players. <laughs> right, right. He's got uh, that's his specialty there. But right, exactly. Yeah. So, all right, cool. Well, that was fun. Uh, the rest we just got some injury reports. We talked about it a, a little bit on Tuesday. Everybody should know by now. Quarterback. Carson Wentz is out four to six weeks with a broken finger. That's coming out of Washington, of course. So we will see the backup. Um, and so that, that'll be it would Heineke. Um, that'll be fun. That'll be fun uh, to see how, you know, how they continue to play. And we'll talk more about that when we uh, preview their game coming up in games of the week, the dolphins, um, Injury update on Tua. Tua is back, baby. So there you go. He is set to start this week. And other news, linebacker Trey Flowers, foot injury, and cornerback Nick Needham, Achilles, have both been placed on IR. So that's not good. Um uh cowboys what about cowboys do we have any injury updates with dak or anyone else well dak has been cleared to practice so he's he's uh practicing and apparently he's looking pretty good as well uh outside of anything crazy happening he should start on sunday he should be the starter um so that's the big the big player concern um CD Lamb's got a hip injury. He's been limited in practice, but he should be good to go. So, outside of that, that uh, should be should be a regular Cowboys game, full capacity. It looks like. All right, everybody's good and and so, but they have not announced that he is definitely back. Or they? I don't have. think I don't think Mike McCarthy's going to announce that he's going to be the starter until the last minute, just because he okay. likes to be coy like that. But right, uh, yeah, he's. Not saying he's not the starter. Um, tomorrow they'll have a full go of practice, and I expect Dak's going to get the majority of the first team reps. So, unless something crazy like he, you know, gets hurt in practice or something, it, it should be a full go for Dak Prescott. One o'clock Sunday. Awesome. So, yeah. Sounds good. All right. Well, that's all I got from news from the East. You got anything else that you wanted to throw in there before we head off to games for? games of the week uh, i think we got it yeah with the eagles and the bills being off and they don't really have any significant injuries anyway right um, i don't know if you want to talk about the early bye week and how that might affect them long term but yeah yeah um uh, that's uh that was the very first thing i was going to talk about on games from the week uh, yep. games of the week so all right let's go ahead and kick it off games of the Right. So what how Rich just said this week, week seven, we do have two teams from the NFL East on by. That is the Eagles and the Bills. Um, do you see? I, I think I, this is an extremely early bye week. I don't I, I think the Bills. What I would be worried about is the injury bug. You know what I'm saying? Hitting right. midway through the season and, you know, 
here in about three or four weeks, and you're going to really wish you had a buy coming up. You know what I'm saying? So, sure. yeah, um, it's it's just extremely early. I'm kind of nervous about the early bye week for the Eagles because um, they can't take very many injuries. It's like they they have, you know, one they have like two players on offense and two or three key players on defense that kind of carry that team. Everybody yeah. else is mediocre. And if, if you right. get an injury from one of those guys, um, you don't have a bye week and you're going to be hoping they get healthy before the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So I right. mean, it could be the right. And so far, like the Eagles and Bills have been not, not totally injury free, but it's, they haven't got, they don't have the injury bug too. Right. I, I think you can say that like they're, they're, main primary players are all healthy and ready to go, but it's week, week six or week seven. So they take their bye weeks now. Then that means they've got 11 more games to go when they come back without a break. So, and cold weather. That's a long stretch. It is. It's a good little stretch. You know, and playoffs and, you know, all of those things. If you. Yeah. I don't know what the science is on that, but uh, I, I would always, I always want my team to go take, be one of the last people to take last teams to take a bye week. Yeah. I think I would like mine right in the middle. Is yeah. when I would like mine. I would like mine in the middle and make it through a good stretch, get a bye week, get healthy, get mentally healthy, make it through the same size stretch you just made it through. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. That's that, that seems to be the most logical way to you know from to do it. You know, when they get a, when they get those bye weeks, they really stay away from the team for like at least a week. You know, they right. do get a week off. Well, it, it's manda- it's mandatory for four days or something like that. Yeah, like all yeah. players must be off for four days. So. Yeah, so which I like. I mean, it, it gives yeah. gives those players a chance to regroup and uh, relax and stuff. So, so we'll see. I mean, our, if they ever do get the injury bug, you know, it could it could be a problem with no no rest period. Right. Exactly. All right. That's yeah. enough about that. We are talking about football, not teams that are not playing football. <laughs> right. What right. The heck. Get it together. Seven, Sunday, 1 o'clock p.m. We have a few different games. Let's start with the Giants and the Jaguars. Five and one Giants go to the two and four Jaguars. Yeah. Um, don't let those records fool you. <laughs> this should be a pretty good matchup. Giants love to run the ball. And guess what? The Jags have a top five running defense <laughs> right they have they have some bad boys that can stop the run so i think the key to this game is going to be the daniel jones to saquon barkley short pass game that's what that's what i think you're going to want to do i think you're going to want to allow daniel jones to throw the ball just a little bit more in this game than he normally would still to saquon barkley you still have to put the ball in the hands of the person of your best player on the team. You know what I'm saying? So those short, short passes from the outside, you know, um, to Saquon Barkley and let him do his thing. I don't, you're, you're not going to have a whole lot of luck against this very stout um, Jaguars uh, defensive line. You're just, you're, you're not, you're not going to have a whole lot of, uh, a whole lot of luck trying to run it up the middle. You might be able to break the edge, but they, they have some pretty good linebackers out there on the edge. Also, you know, um, Josh Allen is um, covers the whole field. You know what I'm saying? Right. He, he will just, he will demolish your running game. So uh, don't, you don't even think about it. 
Now, if you switch the tables on it, though, I think the Giants' defense is going to eat. <laughs> I think they should be able to just – they should be able to get to uh, Trevor Lawrence – and just dominate this game through their defense. And I think this is a game that it's set up for the G-men to win um, a good defensive game. And Saquon won't have to do too much. You know what I'm saying? Um, and uh, that that's the way I see it because uh, the Jaguars' offensive line is not good. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has, has shown that he's prone to turn the ball over if you get in his face. If you throw him in the dirt, he'll fumble it. If you, you know what I'm saying, right. and and I think it's I think it's going to be time for the Giants' defensive line to eat. You know, so you're going to see. Uh, I'm saying they get four plus sacks. Um, you know, and, and two plus turnovers. They might even get a touchdown. You know, the Giants' defense might even get a touchdown in this game. I don't know. So, but that's the way I see it. What do you think? Yeah, surprisingly, the uh, Giants are like five point underdogs in this game. Right. Uh, kind of crazy to me. I, I do agree that ja- the Jaguars defense is one of the best parts of their team. Um, right. Against yeah. the run. They're not very good against the pass. Their right. cornerbacks are not all that good. Well, they have really lucky- good linebackers <laughs> and a good um, defensive line. Right. Which lucky for them, the giants, they're not a really yeah, a passing the offense. <laughs> they, right. right. Exactly. They're sh- short passing and, and, running you know running it right. down your throat kind of thing i'm not going to underestimate the giants i think your game plan was perfect for what the giants need to do and how they need to win this game i think that's right exactly what they're going to try to do um and i'm not going to underestimate the giants i feel like uh they're they're rolling and they don't you know they don't dominate teams per se you know they've had to come back against the packers and such but but a very resilient team i, I love their coach like they're super creative on their the th- the things uh, the things that they're limited on they're super creative on so right. that makes them that much more effect that, that makes them a very effective team right. uh, I could be wrong but I'm gonna say I would pick the Giants to to yeah I got the Giants I got the Giants winning this game and this is probably this is the first game this season this I got the Giants winning this game and I don't have the Giants coming back to win this game. Yeah, I have the Giants, um, you know, taking a, a, an early lead. I mean, the Jags might score, and then the Giants take the lead in the first half, and they just keep the lead because I, I have the Giants' defense do- dominating this game. That's just that's that's what I how I feel. Um, I think they can rattle Trevor Lawrence, and I think he will take the ball yeah. over multiple times. So, yeah, I feel like I'm I'm in agreement with you, with you on that. I think that's what's going to happen. That's be my prediction. I'd be. I wouldn't be shocked if it went other way. In other way, you know, no right. turnovers from uh, Trevor Lawrence. That'd be crazy. Yeah, and just like, yeah. <laughs> but he might do it. <laughs> the welcome to the NFL game. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, and I did. That would yeah. suck, and they are getting better, but I, I'm not underestimating the Giants. Right. That's not good. right. Now. All right, another one o'clock game. We got the Lions and uh, going to Dallas. This is going to be a, a scary game. What do you got here, Lions Cowboys? Right. So for the Cowboys, you know, we're coming off a loss, uh, you know, de- not really a devastating loss, but a heartbreaking loss. Um, but, you know, An we're going to be a division loss. We may, right. It it's a big loss. Like we would have liked to win that game. Um, but they get the Cowboys do get Dak Prescott back. And uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see what our offense looks like at this point. You know, we answered some questions on the offensive line. 
our wide receivers a lot better than they were game one against Tampa Bay when when Dak uh, got hurt. So he was having a terrible game there, but I feel like he's going to be be able to come back in. Um, the Lions coming off a bye week, so uh, as they say, they the Lions are coming off a loss, <laughs> right? Because it's a bye week. You know, they always lose right. the bye week. Exactly. Now, actually, they're coming <laughs> off of <laughs> they are coming off of a devastating loss to New England, where they got shut out, um, right? Like Thirty-one to nothing, something. Yes. If I get that something score right, like that. yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, it, this should be a good game. I think the Cowboys should win this one. They're actually favored. They haven't been favored in a game this year. Honestly, the Cowboys have not, but they they are favorites here, and I probably, um, uh. We'll cover that. It'll be exciting to see Dak Prescott play. I, I'm hoping he looks like a top ten quarterback. Although I don't really want to put that much pressure on him. He can he can play co- the role of Cooper Rush for the next couple of games till he gets. Well, you know gets- what I would like to see? I would like to see them keep the same game plan as they did with Cooper Rush, but Dak comes in there, masters it, and looks like a top ten quarterback in that style, running right. the ball, short pass game. He might catch somebody over the top because this defense for the Lions is really bad. You know what I'm saying? CeeDee Lamb should blow up in this game. You know what I'm saying? Um, He should have a big game because he's going to have nobody on him. He's faster than anybody on that defense. Right. By far, you know. Um, Right. And you should have a great running game. Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott should have big games in in this game. Well, speaking of running games, Detroit's got a great running game. Yes, they uh, do. And is, they, is Swift is Swift healthy for this game? Uh, he is. I, they haven't said he's going to start, so he's so kind of he's questionable. There's a chance okay. he can play, but he hasn't been rolled out yet. But but uh, yeah. uh, it's hard. It, we're just not getting any information on that right now. But right. the it, the the one or the biggest uh, weakness of the Dallas defense is the run game, right. stopping the run. Uh, they're built to go after the quarterback. So, right. Exactly. So, but if, you know, if Dallas comes back, it's an early lead, it's going to be a feast. <laughs> right. Derek Goff moves like a slug. Um, and, and he, so he's, he's limited in the passing game, but their running game is strong. And this is a good offense when they, when they, when they get rolling, but balance that with their terrible defense. So, right. But this will definitely be, hopefully be a get right game for the Cowboys. Yep. Yep. I see it. I see it as a get right game. I got the Cowboys winning also. Yep. So, all right. So our last one o'clock game is the, the Packers taking on the commanders, Washington commanders. You got anything on this game? Well, if somebody needs a get right game, it's going to be the Packers. They've lost, two, <laughs> they've lost two in a row and they've looked right, exactly. they've really, they've looked like an anemic offense with Aaron Rodgers, which is, Right. You know, something you're not used to seeing from Green Bay. They're usually, you know, definitely one of the highest high powered offenses out there, but they don't really look like that now. Uh, I think they're going to struggle against the commander's defense. That, that, yeah, commander's uh, defense that, that front line is really good for Washington. So, um, uh, they like to, you know, Green Bay likes to, they like to run as well. They got a good, Aaron Jones is a good quarter, a good running back, but I, I don't know. Um, uh, the question for the Washington commanders is definitely going to be their quarterback and how they play without Carson Wentz, which yeah. might be okay. Yeah. Might I mean, be better. Might, so. might. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly feel like they have Carson Wentz thrown way too much. 
Yeah, you know, yeah he's, he's not a good enough quarterback to throw thirty-eight to forty-eight times a game. He's not Aaron exactly. Rodgers. And well, that's what I said. And maybe, maybe they will. The quarterback play will be better because they're like, oh, we got our backup in. Let's not rely on him that much. Well, you should be doing that with Carson Wentz. You know what I'm saying? Right. You shouldn't be relying on him so much. So, right. I mean, that's what I said. They might get back to a good balance in chemistry and actually see better quality coming out of the quarterback position because they're relying on the quarterback less. Right. So this could actually be, you know, it's never a good thing when you lose players on a team, but this could be, uh, it could force Washington to make some adjustments that might be positive. Right. So, right. Exactly. So I'm kind of looking forward uh, to it. I'll, I'll be watching that game. Uh, I'll keep an eye on it for sure because, uh, right. uh, you know, Washington's got a little bit of momentum and, you know, rallying around your, you know, injured quarterback is, you know, something that happens in the NFL. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. And definitely. I feel like that defense is they're they're as good as any defense almost. They're right. they're not a top five defense, but they're a top ten, and they right. have exactly. they'll have some definitely some players that can cause some damage for Aaron Rodgers. Right, exactly. Um, this is one of those games that NFL boy Brandon did chime in on, like he does every week with the Washington Commanders. He says, "I think this is where the Packers fall completely apart." I pick Washington winning. I want to see that offense without Carson Wentz. And the defense must get to Rodgers, and I believe they will. So yeah. he, he thinks, you know, he thinks he's, they're going to, Fred, you know, get to Rodgers and make force him to make bad decisions. And um, he thinks this is it, – it's kind of like what you said, the Packers need a get-right game. And um, they've kind of started wobbling – and so NFL boy Brandon thinks this is the game the wheels actually come off. You know what I'm saying? And it it just all falls apart for him because of, and he what he's relying on is the strength of that defense for the Washington Commanders. You know what I'm saying? That's what right. he's saying. He thinks they will get to Rodgers and will frazzle. So um, I man, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers, y'all. Three in and a row from is, Aaron Rodgers. That seems hard. That's that's hard to. Yeah, this fathom, this right? is the yeah. It, to me, this is the get-right game. This is the game that Aaron Rodgers comes out, wins by 20, 30 points, and then tells everybody, hey, just relax, y'all. R-E-L-A-X. You know what I'm saying? I mean, a- a- after the game, you know? And I think this is it. I think that that's, you know, I think that I think that uh, that's what kind of game it just sets up for that. But I see where – I see where Brandon's coming from too. You know what I'm saying? It could very easily. I mean, we have seen good defenses like, you know, the Jets and some good defenses uh, rattle, you know, rattle this right. offense because he doesn't have Devontae Adams to throw the ball to. He doesn't yeah. have that reliable outlet. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I could see it easily going the other way. It's just hard, you know, hard for me to – you know, to see Aaron Rodgers go that far down, you know, down. So I, I don't know. I, yeah. I yeah. have the Packers winning this game. They're they're either going to win it pretty easy. It's not going to be close at all. And the Packers are just going to come in and be like, oh, never mind. The Packers are back. Sorry. Sorry for disrespecting you. You know what I'm saying? Or they're going to get beat. Or they're going to get – it's it's not going to be any other way. It's going to be the Aaron Rodgers show – or they're going to get beat, one of the two, because it, until he accepts himself as the leader of this, you know, of the leader of this team, 
he's not going to do it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's right. talking about coaches going back to the basics and basically what he's doing is taking digs at his wide receivers and saying, y'all suck. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can't even freaking run routes. That's what he's saying. He might as well come out and say the truth. He's talking shit about his wide receivers. Right. You know, I mean, right. Until, so, you he's know, been until frustrated they, in a lot of games this year. It's really wild right. to watch even games they've won, like against Tampa Bay. He, you can just tell he's just, he's not used to not, for you know forcing his will i guess right uh, exactly so, so. but I, if i'm having a get right game i don't want to play the commanders i really don't right uh yeah. you, you know so that yeah, it'll that, be yeah that, that that's a good defense it's a good defense i mean yeah i i don't blame i don't blame nfl boy brandon for picking him i mean he's picking that defense is what he's picking and yeah. um and, and that's good I, I can see it happening so you know, and that, maybe a little uh, backup quarterback magic, which yep happens exactly. from time to time. So there you go. So that wraps up our one o'clock games. Next game we got is at four oh five p.m. Jets and the Broncos Mile High Stadium. So I tried. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Denver's defense is for real, y'all. Y'all yeah. know that, right? Sure. <laughs> Denver's it, defense is. For it real. is a great They're, defense. They're top five in all categories. Okay. Top five in all categories. Now, if you flip the coin, the, it, you know, the, the, we've been talking about the Jets defense all year and we've watched them develop. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We watched them in preseason. It was like, uh oh, everybody watch out. <laughs> You're put on notice. You know what I'm saying? And then it just game after game after game, they just seem to grow and develop and grow and develop. I would put Jets defense just as good as the Broncos defense. I would be perfect. I think it potentially can be if it's not I, there already. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's yeah, got to be even better. Way, if you just look at the games this year, I think they match up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And and for me, on this game here, I put I put um I put it as a lock. On defense, I say okay. So to to picture what's going to happen in this game, we have to look at the offenses, okay? And Denver's offense, oh my god! As good as Denver's defense is, Denver's offense is that bad. Yeah, <laughs> they're Russell just Wilson terrible. Is I don't, I can't. He, he I don't understand it. Right he now, knows. they're ranked twenty second overall, um, an overall offense, all the way down to twenty second with Russell Wilson, and to me. They just look sloppy as hell. They don't look on like they're on the same page. They look like one play is getting called. Russell Wilson's running a different play, and nobody knows. You know, everybody's confused out there. What? That's my question. My question when it comes to the Denver's offense is, what the hell is going on with Russell Wilson? I mean, that's what. That's, yeah. hey, what do you think? What's your opinion? I think it's. He, do you really think he's washed? Do you think he's washed, or is he just? Is he having a is he having a hard time grasping this offense that is not working under this rookie coach? You know what I'm saying? What do you think? Uh, yeah, their coach is terrible. He's getting some terrible coaching there. Uh, right. Denver really screwed up. They they uh, they could have had Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn thought he had that job there, but they decided they wanted to go in an offense direction because yeah they wanted uh, because they wanted somebody to come in with russell wilson russell wilson just got out of a bad relationship with a defensive coach right a defensive head coach right. and they didn't and, want to put put him through that again so right so that kind of makes some kind of sense but uh this this uh their coach is 
from my understanding, it's like it's obviously his first year as a head coach, but also it's also his first year as a play caller. Because right. I don't think he he didn't call plays in uh, uh, Green Bay. The head coach called him. Um, right. So he's going through some learning curves, but uh, it certainly looks like him and Russell Wilson are not on the same page. Like you said, the the schematic, the schemes that they're drawing up there are they're not being they're not they're that. not working, and Russell Wilson's trying to fix it. Yeah, on the fly, but nobody else on that offense is is on page with him. The offensive line doesn't help him. The receivers don't know what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, they got a decent running game. Their 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 running back is going to be healthy this week. That's yeah. a good sign. Right. Um, and yeah, they have they've and Denver's had some injuries on offense this year that they I think they lost one of their wide receivers and their running back uh for the season. So they're that they're kind of limited that way. But I think uh you know is this team gonna lose is Russell Wilson gonna lose this team? Like you said, their their defense is outstanding, exactly. but they got to right. look across. They got to look across the field and see Russell Wilson, who is kind of checked out a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, you know, he's not know. his 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 personality and style is not maybe not conducive to you know rallying right. the troops. I guess right. Um, right. So I, I actually expect the Jets to have a have a to win this game probably right. easily. <laughs> I mean, at least by yeah, a touchdown, I, maybe. Right, um, and I was, I'm getting ready to talk about that here in a second. I'm going to switch gears, but let me make one point, not about this game, about this podcast. Do you understand that's the reason why this podcast worked? We're an NFL East podcast, right? But our last two topic, topics have been Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. You sorry. see what I'm saying? Because we play every team across the board. We talk about all these guys. Anybody can love this podcast. Anybody comes, listens to this podcast, we're going to talk about your team. Because eventually you're going to play one of our teams. And we're we're not just, you know, only going to talk about the teams in the NFL East. We're going to talk about, we, we try to understand the opponent also. You know what I'm saying? So we can fully understand the game. So there you go. Yeah, but no, well, I'm like with you. Said, you if, you're like, if you're a football fan, there's plenty. There's if something if for you're a football fan, you, you're gonna. You, that's why this podcast is cool. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I agree with you, Rich. So the key to this game is the Jets' offense, right? And if if, yeah. if the best the best component for the, their opponent is their defense, the key has to be the Jets' offense. And to me, if they play a smart game, I know I say this every week, but a smart game run the ball well, don't turn the ball over. I think that this offense can outscore a extremely crappy playing Broncos offense. I think they can outscore them. I don't think it's going to take a lot of points. You know what no, I'm saying? And, and I think they can do it. I think, you know, if they don't turn the ball over, the way the Broncos will win this game is if they their defense puts up points. Right, you know what I'm saying. If they if they can if they get to Zach Wilson, they frazzle him. He turns the ball over, and because of that, the defense gets points. Then this is how the Broncos are going to win. But outside of that, I don't I don't see the Broncos winning this game unless their yeah. defense does it for them. So yeah, the Broncos are just they're struggling hard to get touchdowns, and the right. Jets don't have a high powered offense, but they've got an up and they got a gunslinger for a quarterback as well, and uh, they're, they're going to get some points. Even on right. even against Denver, they won't get a lot of points, but fourteen points is going to win this game, <laughs> you know. And I can see them getting twenty-one or tw- uh, pushing twenty at least. 
the Jets, right. even against the great defense that Denver does have, because that is a legit defense, and they're playing at Denver, which is a huge advantage because of the altitude. Yeah, uh, it, it's a good advantage, and I can see their defense stepping up. Right, but these yeah. aren't these aren't teams that play each other a lot either, so there's not going to be a, a big familiarity with them. Um, right, and the Jets are a little bit rolling. They they yep. they're there to play this season, so. Yep. Uh, I don't know what Russell Wilson's doing, but Jets are ready to yep. play. Right, exactly. So, all right, cool. Well, that wraps it up. Uh, the next two games are the primetime games that our NFL East is spotlighted. We have the Steelers taking on the Dolphins. So, the key to this, or the big news that's coming out, we, we said this earlier, is Tua is back, right? Well, I got to follow that up with, uh, yeah, for how long? You know, I mean, to me, that's that's what it is. Because this offense obviously looks and runs the best when two is at the QB position. That's 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 obvious. Now we've what we've seen enough of second string, third string quarterbacks. It's obviously runs the way it is supposed to, and it makes sense because it was designed for Tua. And 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 can how long is Tua going to be back? Can he stay healthy? I, me as a Miami Dolphins fan, I I'm, you know, I if I'm not a betting man, I don't I don't bet. But if I did, I would put money that the uh, two Miami Dolphins quarterbacks plays in this game. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because why not? I mean, the odds are in your favor, so you might as well do it. So how long? If to a place, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to talk about right now with the understanding if Tua plays this whole game. Okay, so if Tua comes in, stays healthy, plays the whole game, um, it, to me the running game has taken off. Even through these losses, the running game looks really good. So what I would do is I would start with the running game then do some um, pass options, short pass, you know, something like that to, you know, to um, Tyreek Hill or something like that coming off the, coming off the corner or maybe even a reverse, something like that. What that's going to do is pull that defense up. And then you're going to have a big over the top break for Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. And that's, you know, one of the two is going to be back there and you're going to see that happen. So that's the way I would come out with the game. I would just come out, let Tua get settled back in, do some runs. He's not getting hit. You know what I'm saying? He gets his feet back from under him, and then he starts to roll left. Throw, chucks it down a couple times, or, you know, it does a short pass to Tyreek or something, and Tyreek gets an extra 10, 15 yards. And that defense is going to be like, oh, shit, we got we to gotta stop this. You know what I mean? And they're going to move up. And once they move up, Tua will see it because Tua has seen it in every game he's played this year. He'll see it once they move up. Boom, kill him on the top. You know what I'm saying? And that's what'll happen. So that's that's how I see it. That's what I think. And on the other side of the ball, Kenny Pickett, uh, Trubinsky, it, it doesn't matter to me. Who gives a shit? You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I, I don't really care who plays. The Dolphins' defense is coming off of a really, really good game. And they've, you know, there's a lot of news coming out with the defense, and and they've have seen their struggles and they've pulled it back and they're you know i mean they they took the vikings forced the vikings three and out 10 times in one game that's as many times that's as many plays as some teams have on a whole game 
You know what I'm saying? And just shut them out, shut them out, shut them out. They, I, Kenny Pickett or Tavinsky, they should have no problem shutting them down. I, I don't, you know, the Dolphins defense shouldn't have no problem at all. The true key to this game is this Steelers defense. Now, the Steelers defense has struggled without T.J. Watt. You know what I'm saying? I mean, right. we were talking about, you know, they haven't won a game without T.J. Watt. What the heck, blah, blah, blah. Well, last week they had the bounce back game. You know what I'm saying? That defense looked tough. That defense looked like a Mike Tomlin defense. You know what I'm saying? Right. To step up and beat Tampa Bay. So the key to the game for me is if a good Mike Tomlin defense shows up against the struggling Dolphins offensive line, it could be an extremely long Sunday night. So that's the, and that's it. That's the thing. So, I mean, yeah. and, and what I mean by that is if that happens, I think two of them will get knocked out of the game and we'll have a third string quarterback come in. And because our second string is still has a problem with concussion that, that he should have been. And what's up with that dude, Kenny Pickett had a concussion and he's been practicing since Wednesday. Okay. He, he had a concussion in a game, got diagnosed with a concussion and was able to practice in Wednesday. Right. doesn't make any sense. Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater went through concussion protocol, was diagnosed not having a concussion and wasn't allowed to practice till the following freaking Friday. So, I mean, have what? This, this you're not making any sense to me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is just yeah, that reflects on the NFL because uh if they can't even get their concussion policy from one team to another to be consistent. Uh, right, exactly. You know, exactly. They're, and they're, I making mean, clowns. Just, they're being clowns. Yeah. Right. And and I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. As a Dolphins fan, I'm I'm beginning to take it personal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, because, right. I mean, I'm it like, seems like it. and that's what that's what I'm saying. That's what I I think I'm not saying that two is gonna get knocked out with a another concussion or two is gonna get hurt. What I'm going to say is two is going to get pulled because he's going to get knocked down and and stand and get up and like and they're going to pull him for stumbling is what I think. This is what I honestly believe. I honestly believe that the NFL has a plan to not allow the Miami Dolphins to have one quarterback the rest of this season. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, and that to me, that's what it seems like. I mean, the, you know, I mean, it's just it's yeah, it, it certainly does feel personal. So, right. but we'll see. I, I, I. I was reading something about McDaniel was talking about how to his game's going to adjust after his concussion and stuff. And they're going to uh, uh, work with him to protect himself more, you know, which, right. which you have to do that. You're a quarterback in the NFL. You're always susceptible to, you know, being targeted and taken out of the game on any play. But uh, right. uh, so, I, you know, if he's getting the ball out faster, that's fine. Um uh, he needs to. He Protect really does. That. I mean, that's why he gets hit is because right. he he's not the kind of quarterback that's going to just throw it away. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's too and smart to throw it into that coverage that he sees, but he's he's he wants to hold on it onto it, hoping that somebody will break free. Somebody will break free. Somebody will break free. Just throw the ball away. Throw, yeah. throw the ball away and go to go and live another down. And he doesn't like that because he doesn't like to lose. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I'm still like uh, with McDaniel's. I mean, I want Miami to be Team Forty Burger, so I want them to put up points and stuff because I think right. that's that's the strength of their team, especially with the you know receiving cores that they have. So right. so it'll be interesting to see how it, how he comes back. I mean, um, 
uh, I hope they don't change up too much, you know, because yeah, yeah. Two, two is going to play the way he wants to play, you know, or, you know, the, the way, he, you know, that's the way he plays. So, you know, um, hopefully it'll, it'll play out. Okay. Though. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't want him to have a short career on and have a long career. So, yeah, I mean, Honestly, what I think he should do, because the dude knows how to scramble, I think he should just tuck it and run in those instances. You know what I'm saying? And and get, because he will get three to five yards. You know, I mean, but is that just as dangerous as you taking the sack? Well, I mean, who knows? Yeah. Not if you slide properly. If you slide, right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, yeah. so, I mean, you know. It's hard I mean, for football players to do, I think, because you just naturally, like, you want to go. You know, yeah. Andrew, Andrew yeah, Luck exactly. or somebody, like, I'm. if I'm running the ball – you got to take me down, <laughs> but right. in, in, a, in the NFL where everything's that, you know, these hits are so fast and uh, de- you know, they can be devastating. It's, it's, you know, it's a judgment call, but right. yeah, let's have them run a little bit. Uh, yep. Just to add just another ar- uh, weapon in your arsenal. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I want to see Dak run. He hasn't really ran <laughs> since he broke his ankle, but he needs to, because there there's opportunities That's there scary. that, you know, you're turning down opportunities by not running sometimes. Right. So, all right. Yep. But yeah, I, I expect Miami to win that game probably pretty easily. Uh, <laughs> That's the, 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 the Steelers defense is, is really in a rebuild mode. In fact, their whole team yep. is, but um, yep. their yeah, their defense uh, played pretty good last week. And yep. um, it sounds like uh, Mika Fitzpatrick will be back. That was last week. They didn't have TJ Watt or Mika Fitzpatrick. Right, and, and those, those are the two best so, defensive players there. So, right, exactly. So, so we'll see. All right, we still got one more game. One more game. That's right. Monday night football, eight fifteen p.m. Dubbers go to Gillette Stadium to take on the Patriots. This right here. This is. Uh, I kind of write. You can kind of tell, right? I put. I'm, I put my coach hat on and try to put a game plan together, right, for each one of these games that I'm that I I need to give my opinion on. And uh, this was kind of funny because I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it with this. It, the only thing I came up with: New England has looked really good on both sides of the ball over the last couple of games. Well, the Bears <laughs> have looked really bad <laughs> on both sides of the ball. Um, all of this season. And for me, it's hard to find a good matchup. Um, the, the only thing I could come up with is Bill Belichick normally dominates against really young quarterbacks and rookie coaches. So there's no reason for me to think that he's not going to just dominate this game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I think. And it, it might be a long night for Matt Herberflus and uh, Justin Fields. That was my key to the game. <laughs> it might be a long right. Monday night for Matt Eberflus and Justin Fields. Yeah, watching Chicago's offense is pretty painful. I'll be honest. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, I'm not, you know, uh, uh, Justin, Justin, Chicago's quarterback, uh, Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm just not sold on him at all. I'm not sold on him at all. They should have took Mac Jones and saved their draft picks. <laughs> yeah, no, no, they definitely. They, yeah, but it's hindsight. You know what I'm it, saying? It I mean, you hindsight. didn't know that at the time. So yeah, yeah, because I remember the buzz with Justin Fields was coming out was he had a rifle for an arm, right? I mean, yeah, he was, had a right. He had a rifle, but he didn't know how to read defenses. But he has legs, so he's if he if you could teach him 
how to read defenses and make smart decisions. He's kind of that run pass, really good right. quarterback. And he's really struggling throwing the ball. He looks scared to throw the ball. Yeah, he's I mean, no he really, confidence at to all. Me, to me, he really looks like he's in fear out there on a football field. Yeah. You know, he looks like I would look if you put me on a football field, like scared. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm he's saying? Not it's like, at all. I didn't know these dudes were this big. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he looks scared. And it's yeah, the game is really yeah. fast for him. It's a really fast uh, defense for him. He just he, yeah, He's really struggling reading the defenses. Yeah. So may, he might not have the coach that can really mold him or, you know, uh, uh, develop him. So, right. But I don't and know. And I, I, I do wish. I wish the Pats. I mean, I'm, it's cool that they're on Monday night. That's great. I wish they were playing a better team. Because I, I would too. love to see a much better game. Uh, this is going to be a blowout. Um, NFL boy Brandon, of course, these are his pats. He did throw in his comment, but even his comment was shorter than mine. He said, I think the pats are going to win straight up. I want to see how the offense looks with Mac and Cheese Jones back, baby. I threw in the end cheese. But uh, he's, a, he's a Mac Jones fan. I mean, you all know that from earlier in the podcast. But, no, he thinks Mac is going to be back. And – um if Mac looks bad in this game, you have to go with Zappy because there's no, nobody. Yeah. The, this defense is terrible. I mean, right. the Bears defense is just not good. Mac Jones is going to eat. Mac Jones yeah. is going to um, be able to, uh, I think, if if he does start, I know they're saying that, that he's, the plan is for him to start, but if he, either one of them, Zappy or Jones is, is going to have um, a good game. In this game, yeah. I really think so, and I don't. But I don't think this is the the lever you could take. It, it take you got to wait until you come up with a better opponent. Yeah, I don't think New England will be Team Forty Burger, but I can't imagine uh, Chicago trying to, uh, or I can't imagine what Belichick's going to scheme up on his defense. Well, uh, he's going to he's going <laughs> to stop the run game. He's going to yeah, stop the run game, and he's going to kill the kid. That's what he's yeah. going to do. He's going to kill him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah, it's, it could it could be uh, ugly for Chicago. So, yeah. but and what good Lord, why are they getting all these primetime games? Chicago, I'm with you. They should be a, you know. Well, I, I think the NFL wanted Justin Fields to to yeah. bloom and blossom. You know right. what I'm saying? I mean, this is this is Justin Fields against Mac Jones. That's what this is yep. supposed to be. You yep. know what I'm yep. saying? So, I mean, that's that's what this game was supposed to be, yep. and they were hoping that both of them were really good quarterbacks at this time. And this was going to be a, a good game of, you know, equal quarterback. You know, Mac Jones yeah, up and coming. outplayed Justin Fields, yeah. you know, by far. Yeah. Uh, Bailey Zappi has outplayed Justin Fields. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so. <laughs> right, right. No doubt about that. Um, right. Yeah, and I know the NFL wants Chicago to be, you know, they want Chicago to be a great team because that's, you know, they're historically one of the best NFL teams. You know they yeah they're they're a big fan base yeah the know, big fan base it. and um they're dubbers the bears but uh they I don't know I don't know if they're going the right direction or not so I I don't know either they might have you know they might have missed yeah on that draft pick if so it's sad but you know what happens hey it happens uh every team has done it uh we you know you all miss sometimes on draft picks so um whiff on the draft picks and Justin Fields I'm not. I don't know. I just don't know yet. I don't know. And and I don't know. And by now, you don't necessarily need to know, but you need to have an inkling that, okay, like Mac Jones. 
I can see Mac Jones as a mediocre quarterback, as a, you know, a um, 10 to 20. Uh, I put him like at right. 32 teams. He's he's the 10 to 20 quarterback. I see him as a Kirk Cousins. He, yeah. he has the potential of being a Kirk Cousins. That's what he has. And if you give Kirk Cousins a really good defense and a really good running game, he can take you to the Super Bowl, baby. You know what I'm saying? They got him a new so, wide receiver today. So, right. Exactly. So, yeah, that goes. Yeah. What's that? Is it breaking news? What do you got there? Oh, yeah. Uh, OBJ. OBJ uh, went to Minnesota. Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. With Kirk Cousins. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, One week I, too late. <laughs> all right well we got the cowboys have to play them in about three weeks so yeah oh he should be he's he should be, should be revved up by that point so right. but we ain't afraid of him so you know yeah, yeah. you know but, that that gives them uh three number one receivers or at one time they have been gage um justin jefferson and now obj have all yeah. been number one receivers at one time or another uh, adam thielen i think is a great receiver too yeah thielen yeah. is good so. thielen is thielen touchdown machine sometimes yeah. but right, in, the red, in the red yeah. zone he's yeah so uh minnesota making the moves so pretty cool yeah pretty cool i don't think they're that close but the record shows that they're pretty darn close so that's good yeah they're five and one right, cool. surprisingly even though they're just squeaking through all their wins but right exactly yeah. all right well that's good i think that's a podcast man uh we did it we yeah. did it we went through every game of the week um, I feel good about it. I'm ready to start um, week seven, and let's see how it goes. The Dolphins prime time Sunday night. So, yeah, uh, you guys got the prime time, so you get to go to work early. You know, hungover or hope, happy or sad. Uh, well, yeah, I don't. Uh, well, or not. I don't work. I don't work Monday morning, so I'm okay. Oh, well, you're. I know. <laughs> all right, Sunday night's gonna be fun then. I'll tell you right, something. yeah. Uh, that, Dallas has a rare one o'clock game. We never play the early game hardly anymore. We yeah, that's pretty cool. Four o'clock game or the night game. So pretty cool. Uh, that's good. I can watch the game and then go take a nap. <laughs> right, exactly. So I like that. So, um, and, and hey, if you want to jump on here Sunday night, man, we might want to get on here and do a pregame show for highlight the Dolphins. Uh, All right. Good. That sounds good. I'm on for yeah, it. Yeah, that's a pregame show. I'm definitely watching that game, it. no doubt about it. I'll get, be yeah, get game. NFL boy Brandon on here with us. We'll uh, do just a small little drop in something Sunday night. That'd be kind of fun. All right, yeah. everybody, make sure to follow the NFL East podcast on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Amazon Music, Google Music, wherever you get your podcast. Once again, if you are on Facebook, join our NFL East Facebook group. You can watch every episode of NFL East podcast on YouTube, but make sure to like, share, and subscribe. I'm Mr. McDolphin. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter at Mr. McDolphin73. And make sure you follow the show at Twitter East NFL. One quarterback, a whole game. Is that really too much to ask for? Really? Let's do it. Sunday night. How about that? All right. Sound good? Sounds good. Hope your team wins. <laughs> you know what? By this time, I, I don't care if they win. If they lose with one quarterback, just one quarterback. <laughs> Please.
one quarterback. Please. That's all I 